Hi everyone, welcome to episode 43, I think it's 43, and today with me I have a special guest, it's Ben Mann from Playgroup, the app, playgroup.community, and um, yeah, so Ben, can you uh, introduce yourself to the millions of people listening to both of us talk? Yeah, for sure. Hey, man. First of all, uh, thanks for having me. Absolutely. <laughs> I think actually this is this is like my first podcast as a guest, I think. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I think so. Oh, I'm honored. This is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm uh, I'm Ben. Um, I'm the founder of Playgroup. Uh, and I'm also doing a podcast called uh, Product Journey, where I, uh, with my co-host Noah, uh, kind of tell the story about how we're building our businesses. So how I am uh, building Playgroup and how that's how that's going or failing. <laughs> <laughs> we are all making it. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I'll include that in show notes. Um, I'm sorry, man. I just spilled beer on my keyboard. <laughs> oh, that's good. a good start. <laughs> yeah. I just ruined my laptop two weeks ago with spilling coffee, and now I have a beer on my new. Um, <laughs> my new keyboard <laughs> i think it, it's good but yeah man thanks thanks so much for being on the show and uh today i was on kevin contis uh first time founder podcast oh yeah yeah and i was his first guest there on his show oh <laughs> so, sweet yeah so it's a lot of firsts today so <laughs> yeah but uh how's your week man like how's how's the week playing out so far um it has been a roller coaster <laughs> okay <laughs> um so it's actually the week where I got my first uh, paying customer, but it's also the week where 12 out of 12 trials did not convert. <laughs> oh, but you, you got the first one already? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I did not know that, man. I thought you were still so looking just, for the first one. No, actually, Justin Jackson with Mega Maker uh, will be the first paying customer. <laughs> that is awesome, is, man. Yeah, I'm so stoked for that. Um, but yeah, it, it was a roller coaster. So the week started out basically, or, or it ended like the last week ended with me um, sending messages to all the loose ends that I still had, like all the mm -hmm. trialing people. Um, because I kind of wanted to know, like, you know, like they, they were using it for a month already, some <laughs> some of them. Uh -huh. um, and I felt like I should kind of push, push the button and be like, hey, do you want to like continue using it? Or, uh, you know, should I just, you know, remove the trial account because <laughs> you're not looking at it anymore <laughs> anyway? Right. Um, and so, yeah, I was, I was pretty bummed because over the course of two days, I only got no's and everybody was like, nah, um, you can, you can probably delete it for now. Okay. I and, see. um, I, I, I tried asking why, um, so that I could actually learn something from that, but it was not so clear. Like there was nothing mm -hmm. uh, pushing in a certain direction that I could learn from and maybe take action in a certain direction. Is were more they like a good fit? Them, like, uh, were they someone that would buy? Yeah, yeah. I okay. was just going to say, so some of them were just kicking the tires, just looking at the product and how it looks from the inside, basically. So there was no real intention of buying, I guess, with that, with that group. Yeah. Um, then, then for others, it was more like um, they were comparing it and they went with a competitor, mostly mm -hmm. because they, you know, like they needed something like native apps, <laughs> which okay. is not even on my roadmap right now. Um, so they were not the best fit at that point. Um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and others, and that's, that's kind of a hard category. I feel were just aspirational users. So they, they are looking to build a community, but they don't have one yet. So they, uh, you know, they, they're checking out different, uh, different forum softwares basically, mm -hmm. and they might even land on Playgroup, 
um, but they don't have any, you know, if, if it's a private community, they don't have anybody subscribing or whatever. So they, they don't have a community to bring over to playgroup and that then when, when pushed then, they basically said, well, you know, if I could extend the trial for another three months, <laughs> that okay. would be kind of good. Um, so there, there might be something there. Um, but for me, it's like, if you're not paying right now, you like, we can also cancel it here and you can mm -hmm. come back later when you like, when you're really ready to, uh, create a forum for the community or when you like really want to start with your first five to 10, you know, members or whatever. Um, so yeah, there was <laughs> basically those three categories, but none of them, uh, we're actually providing me good feedback on what to do next. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm, I see, I see. That's very interesting, man. Yeah, I mean, the, the start of everything is, is very exciting. I was reading your tweets the other day, you know, it's like, <laughs> I, I'm not like that far ahead with my product, but I've been, I've been in those shoes for so many times with my products. And I know that beginning, it's like, oh man, let's sign up, sign up, sign up, and then convert, convert. Yeah. It's like, uh, it's very nerve wracking, but it's cool you got the first uh, payment. How, uh, number what number uh, sign up was that like did you have any sign ups before justin um yeah i think it was like the third oh wow that's good man <laughs> <laughs> my first one was 200 on not on claritask um, on my oh, on my man. first app like a long time ago it was like that's i was brutal <laughs> at that time i didn't i was like more naive i was just like waiting and waiting every day excited and then the first <laughs> payment happened i'm like woohoo like 200, <laughs> 200 signups later so yeah oh, third man, man I, it's good that's solid yeah and i mean hearing you say that it's like one of the things that i definitely need to work on right now is being mm -hmm. more patient because i really suck at it <laughs> same here man yeah. like I, i'm pretty good at ignoring all the positive signals and just focusing on you know like 12 mm -hmm. of 12 not converting you right. know at the same time what i have going for the last three weeks is actually one to two one maybe one to three new signups or trials every week mm -hmm. so even if those 12 you know fall through the cracks i will have another 12 in a month so <laughs> right i right, could right. have focused on that but if you know like if you're if you're in the in the trenches or in the wrong mindset you just don't see that so i was basically just focusing on the 12 trials not converting instead mm -hmm. of the new 12 trials i'll have in a month um and yeah that's kind of something i need to work on right now i guess because it's it's a long it's a long thing, uh, a long game to play, and uh, playgroup is in its infancy, basically. Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, and you <laughs> have no free. Uh, there's no free, right? Like you're going straight with payments. Um, I did decide to go with a free plan just last week, also okay. kind of resulting from those aspirational users, because mm -hmm. I'm thinking that if they are aspirational, um, it would still be kind of cool to have them on playgroup. Um, but at the same time, I don't really want to, you know, like take too much care and mm -hmm. do too much support for them. But if they like, you know, want to try it out, they want to get started building a community and then they see, oh, I kind of need this integration with Slack. Um, that's a good point to to upsell them mm -hmm. to the first paid plan then. So the first, the, the, the free plan will basically be limited to 100 users and you will not get um, much support or integrations or anything of the of the real goodies. Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. But it's enough to you know to get started, and then once you have this um, this little community going, that's when you can just uh, upgrade. Also, a big point for people seems to be having a custom domain, which I put behind the first paid plan. Then, mm -hmm, uh, just because people value it, I was I was basically looking at what is what is something that people really value when choosing forum software. 
and then trying to put that behind the first pay tier. Mm-hmm. That's very interesting that they like that. And then do you, I mean, do they put their own logo? Like, is it still Playgroup? Like, how does that work? Yeah, so I uh, the the highest tier will actually be like a complete white label solution where mm-hmm. Playgroup won't be mentioned anywhere. Um, but apart from that, you can basically supply like a square logo and a horizontal one and we'll just choose whatever is best mm-hmm. uh, for the place wherever it's, you know, shown. Um, and yeah, I mean, you're part of the Mega Maker group. You could just check it out. <laughs> I've seen um, it. Yeah, I've seen it. I mean, even before launch, I really like it. I like the typography on it, on it uh, coming from like a design background. I think oh, it, yeah, it was like very clean. <laughs> and the threading, you know, it's like much better. Um, so I honestly, like I haven't been that that active on on the previous forum on Mega yeah, Maker. Yeah. Uh, I know I should have maybe, but I've never been. Uh, so... <laughs> Uh, oh, I like that you yeah, can curious. click on the um, on the actual uh, little demo screen on the landing page. That's pretty cool. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh nice. yeah. Oh man, that that was also <laughs> a thing which I <laughs> I gave some thought to that. Um, so what oh, I did wow. in the last week when I when I changed the so I set up a new landing page mm-hmm. uh, like just a week ago, and what I did with that was also implement Google Analytics and Hotjar. Okay. Uh, have you ever heard of Hotjar? What yeah, it does sure. basically is. So it gives you those heat maps mm-hmm. and recordings of 100 customers, basically 100 users um, for free. I will probably remove that in a few, like next next mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. next time I push something because I've basically hit the limit and right. I don't want to track people for eternity. So <laughs> I'm so going thing, to remove that again. Yeah, one thing I, I like, uh, I, the, the way I used it back in the day was that I would use it for onboarding. Like it helped yeah. me a lot, and then I would turn it off. Like it would yeah, be, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, you know what they're struggling with, and if I would see it, like I would know for the next person who's signing up to remove yeah. that sort of thing. But then, yeah, then it just gets out of hand with like you know more <laughs> when you have more users. You know, it's just you can't. Yeah, exactly. You can't. And for me, anything. I was just thinking that I could basically uh, check out how people use the new landing page, and then mm-hmm. get rid of it and see if I can improve something based on the heat maps or whatever. Exactly. And yeah. that demo that you just that demo that you just mentioned that actually got a lot of uh, a lot of clicks. So if if you look at the heat map, that's a pretty red spot right there. Oh um, man. As well as the pricing page, so I think that went pretty good. So this is basically because I'm I clicked on the demo. It's like the full page. You can basically yeah. do things in it, or just probably click around. Like you can. Uh, it's it's a real forum actually. So people okay. <laughs> people have actually uh, asked questions there. Like when is mm-hmm. the when are other languages landing in Playgroup? Oh, and, okay. um, no, it's it's a real thing. So I you can oh, basically embed awesome. every you can embed every Playgroup in your own site uh, via iframe, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it will just work. <laughs> That is cool, man. Yeah, that's awesome. So one game, a game. I mean, in my first product, we had a thing where the first, uh, the first paid account was after two hundred some signups, and then the game became so. Let's make the next one every one hundred and fiftieth, and then the next one one hundred and twentieth, and then we got down to like I think every, every twenty five or thirty qualified sign up. So meaning mm-hmm. only signups that made sense, not like bots or like some people just kicking tires. Oh, yeah. Just like the real deal, which was very hard to get in the first place to sign up. We got it down to like 30 or something and then we ran out of money. Yeah. <laughs> and then that game ended. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like that's, I I like looking at metrics, but I honestly like, I love making up my own. Like I have this little games, <laughs> you know? Like if you look early on, if you look at churn or like, 
MRR or like sign up ratio to conversion. Like it's it's ridiculous and it's like all over the place. You can't really make sense of it. So it's like might as not as well yeah. look at it. So I have yeah, a especially be, yeah. especially because the data set is so small. Like even if you have like fifteen mm -hmm. or twenty paying customers, mm -hmm. it's still not that much so that you can get a yeah. lot of good info out of it, I guess. Yeah, so, so uh, yeah, I'm, I'm go ahead, man. I'm pretty stoked that I have those um, those trials coming in every week because that's like a metric I want to focus on right now because that's just mm -hmm. a good signal, I guess. Yeah, and how how are you doing any marketing? I saw one of your tweets they are not. So how are you getting the signups from? So it's actually <laughs> it's multiple sources already. So some of it is people mentioning it on Indie Hackers. Okay. Also, some of the people who have been, uh, who I gave a demo account to, they basically evaluated it and they were like, hey, I'm going to post about it. <laughs> oh, cool. And I didn't even ask them to do that. They just uh, randomly did that. And I just see it in the referrals of my Fathom Analytics. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> Which is kind of cool. Uh, then it got mentioned, like, from this one VC guy in a Medium post that was pretty popular. Um, and also Mac from Comzer.com, which okay. deals with communities, uh, mentioned Playgroup in one of his recent uh, blog posts. And then the next source basically is already Google search. Um, <laughs> okay. I, did, I did pay a lot of attention to uh, which keywords I want to put on the page right from the get-go. And I'm looking at competitors and trying to figure out what people are actually looking for if they, like what would you search basically mm -hmm. if, you're, if you're in the game for like looking for a new community so what i'm ranking very good for right now is modern forum software which is not the highest ranking keyword or not the most searched for okay but it's pretty far up there and um i'm ranking pretty good for that and that gives me a lot of a lot of click-throughs actually very nice um, man i mean that's yeah. how, how old is the website like when do you have uh, it up since I think it's four months now, nice. and you can already see that with the uh, with the updated version that I pushed like last or two weeks ago, that's already going up. Like there's a trend of it even improving, which is really cool to see because mm -hmm. <laughs> it didn't have that much content before, and now I extended on that, put up more features, more links, and everything, and try to focus even more on on the right keywords there. And that seems to be paying off, and that's really nice to see. <laughs> that is awesome. Google is the best in terms of uh, the quality of client it, it brings. Uh, historically, people, uh, clients that have converted the best in my apps have been the ones who have come from Google search. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. It's so incredible. It's unbelievable. Even the paid, I've, I've experimented with paid uh, in a with a different app. It was, man unbelievable the amount of registrations and real people with real yeah, emails company emails just ready good. to buy and like <laughs> oh, the only thing is like do you have what it you know do you have what to sell to these people like is your product oh, yeah, good enough sure. you know so i yeah, really I mean, like it's, google it's not worth a lot like having those three people come in every week if none of them converts like then i gotta figure out why yeah, <laughs> yeah it's like a it's a tricky game i mean i've I've honest, like we, we spoke about this earlier today with Kevin and it's very hard to make the distinction uh, of who you want to listen to when they're oh, coming, yeah, you know, sure. because people can say all kinds of things if, if they don't like it. Uh, so they'll say like, oh, he doesn't have this feature and you'll be like, oh, I can I can build that in a week. And they'll <laughs> be like, uh, uh, okay, we'll see. And they still will go with a competitor, you know. Yeah, it's just yeah. they're not convinced, you know. So it's, it's best to uh, weed out those people because they're just trouble they're not going to convert they're going to give false feedback it's really it's like an art to try to avoid them i don't do it well but you know 
<laughs> I try to catch him here and there. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, it's it's hard. And for me, where I'm at right now, it's especially hard because I don't really know the mm -hmm. group of people who are the best fit for playgroup or who I want to, you know, who, <laughs> who I can sell to or mm -hmm. who see the most value in it right now. So it's even harder to navigate, like, who should I listen to and who is kind of wasting my time or who is like looking mm -hmm. for something that I don't want to build in the end. So yeah. yeah, definitely feeling that right now. <laughs> so yeah, one thing I was interested about is why forum? Like why why this kind of product? Like was it your own itch or was it something <laughs> that you saw in the market? I wish. I wish I had that in mind like from the get-go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But I did not, not at all. Uh so Playgroup started out like in I think it was October or November last year. Mm -hmm. Um, as this idea for asynchronous communication for remote to uh, remote teams, so kind of like Twist, if you've seen that from the folks at Duist. Yes, I've um, logged in quickly. Uh, yeah, just to yeah. check it out. It's kind of a Slack competitor, um, but focused on async. So mm -hmm. there is no no stream of messages and everything. And I was like, hey, that's kind of cool, uh, but I'm missing some things there, and I can see some you know some twists to that. <laughs> Pun not intended, but <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> Um, so, so I kind of set out to build this tool for remote teams um, and strip away all synchronous communication from it. Twist still has those direct messages, I think, that will be mm -hmm. uh, will be instant and real time. And I was thinking that you, like there is a there is a need for uh, for more asynchronous remote work tools, basically. Okay. Um, and so I started building that and uh, didn't do too much validation because I thought like, hey, there is already like. There's Twist and there's Threads.com who do the same thing. And there were like some competitors there. Carrot.io, I think that's kind of the same. Um, so I was pretty confident that there was a market for it and kind of just set out to build it. While I was doing that, I started also to, you know, talk to some people about it, which was a good idea. Um, and yeah, I, I kind of had this beta done in mm -hmm. January or February, and um, I, tr I tried to sell it and it really just started to, you know, feature freeze, not not develop anything any further, um, and then just went out and tried to sell it. And that just failed miserably. Okay. <laughs> and that's also when, when COVID-19 basically hit. And right. I was like, oh, hey, that's that's kind of a cool opportunity because now everybody needs to work from home. But it was kind of the opposite. So everybody was talking about work from home um, and all the companies who were already established in that area were kind of flooding like Twitter and all the social media and everything with their remote work guides. And people were actually looking for a solid solution at that point. Like they needed to get on the remote work train fast mm -hmm. and they were not so much ready to go with something you know new as, as Playgroup was at that point. Which totally makes sense. Like if I was if I was to run a company <laughs> of a couple of hundred people, I wouldn't go with such an immature product as well. I guess. Mm -hmm. um, so I had a hard time selling it, um, and that's kind of the time when Justin Jackson reached out to me, and he was like, you know, he was following the progress on the podcast, basically, I guess, and he was saying like, hey, could we also use that for forums? Um, I, I was I was hesitant. I was pushing back on it. I was like, I'm not ready to let go of the remote work idea. Mm -hmm. um, but even when I started, I knew that this could also work for uh, communities or even thinking about teachers at that point because you could see that teachers also need this. Like if they manage multiple classes or courses, um, this channel and thread architecture that Playgroup has could be really beneficial for them. Mm -hmm. And also not having that real-time component because they can, like if you have 30 people, like if you have a connection one to 30, which basically is a regular teaching setting, 
you're not able to keep up with the speed of real time, I guess. So that was kind of in the back of my head from the get-go when I started building the first version of it. Um, and then at some point I, I was kind of talking back and forth with Justin and he was uh, proposing that I could, you know, like keep the keep the remote teams thing up and just try to sell the same thing, but to a different market. Kind of also what April Dunford uh, is talking about, like mm -hmm. position your product in a different way and just see what happens basically. Right, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I did that. I put up a little landing page um, and started to tweak the second version, which is now the playgroup uh, that we know, <laughs> um, and try to tweak it more to the use of, uh, like the, the needs of forums and uh, people looking to build communities. So I removed everything that was uh, offline capabilities and everything that playgroup one basically had. Um, and added some other stuff that like moderation features and everything and being able to have public and private communities. Um, and yeah, I, I immediately, like a week after that, I, I tried to, uh, like when the decision was made, I tried to uh, reach out to more people and took the naive five-year-old approach and just asked on Twitter <laughs> if I know anybody who, who runs a community or who is looking for a forum software. And I got to uh, get into some interesting conversations right away and it just felt so much easier to sell the forums um, mm -hmm. version of it than it felt like, like it felt like I was pushing uphill with the remote teams mm -hmm. and the stone was just rolling downhill with the forums. And so it was kind of an easy decision in the end to to just focus on that and I shut down the remote teams idea. I just focused on the forums uh, with all my time, basically. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it was not very straightforward. And I just, you know, kind of took a left turn. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So it's I'm not anymore. It. You, you can't say, I mean, I don't see it like that. Like it's not a twist or a slack competitor. I see it what it really is. Like now, like you said, it's a async communication for groups, communities. Like that's what it is yeah, now, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's yeah. kind of more in the realm of discourse of Flarum, like those mm -hmm. traditional forums, but with a with a slightly different organization and having those follow ups and everything. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. And I have some I have some good ideas to differentiate even more from the competition right now. Um, yeah, so I'm I'm at a, I'm definitely at an interesting point, but it's also kind of hard to see um what exactly to focus on like who really is my yeah. audience um <laughs> yeah, who should i focus on but the way you explain it to me it sounds like it's um it's one of those things that is pulling you more than you're pushing it i mean unless oh, unless sure. you want to you know unless you want to brush it and then push it yourself and then ruin it completely yeah yeah <laughs> it's what i do <laughs> um, unless i want to be impatient right <laughs> yeah you know like you know you baked you baked the bread uh you baked not you like did the whole thing now it's in the oven and it's probably a good idea just to, it's probably even out of the oven and there's nothing else you can do. I mean, you can just see yeah. to serve it who wants it in a way, but that must be a yeah, great yeah. feeling, right? Like knowing that something is pulling rather than having to push it. Oh, for sure. Like even seeing those three people signing up for trials every week, that's mm -hmm. pretty magical because I don't, oftentimes I don't know how they got there. I don't know the people. I have no idea how they landed there. Mm -hmm, and the site awesome. right now in the last 30 days was making like 1.5k unique visits uh, which is kind of okay. crazy yeah because i have no idea whether like i i know where they're coming from but i have no idea what like how i deserve to get that amount of traffic at this point <laughs> wow man that sounds like it could be something like bigger but maybe if you just give it time because i was looking at your tweets the other day you know it's like <laughs> i know those things you know i've been there i'm still there yeah. kind of but like i don't 
I don't care as much now. Like I care about my product, but numbers don't really like um, affect me as much. So, you know, looking at those, I'm like, oh man, like I know that, like I know that feeling completely. <laughs> but like hearing yeah, you I talk about to... it, it's yeah, just maybe more patience, I, I would guess. I don't yeah. know. I just need to relax. Like I yeah. really just need to relax and, you know, keep grinding and keep adding mm -hmm. those features that I think are valuable for communities. Um, and then just see if if it's a good idea. Like some people have mentioned that my pricing is really, really uh, well done because they mm -hmm. like they want to have a community, but they don't want to spend more than you know like fifty bucks on it. Okay. And that's just what Playgroup gives you. Like it's a, it's good for starting communities, but you can also get up to like your own dedicated server for it if you're like really serious about it. Um, but I think the the lower price point than the competition is is a really good thing right now and that might might be something that i can double down on in a way yeah yeah i guess you know if you only listen to to users so is this uh is this your first product like a first money making product that you've launched um it kind of is it kind of isn't <laughs> okay <laughs> like last year so i had one thing before that which was a social network called narrower where i tried to uh you know the twist was basically that everybody get to post just one link within 24 hours mm -hmm. so to reduce the noise and then because i was like you know i was i was kind of looking at reducing the noise which kind of led me to the first version of playgroup you know like reducing the noise that slack has um doing the asynchronous work thing and um then when i was focusing on the um on the forums thing and i saw that there was so much pull from the market basically i decided to basically shut shut down narrow, shut down the first version of Playgroup and just focus on that mm -hmm. so that I don't spread myself thin basically and it can just focus on what seems to work right now. So I was basically just listening to, to the market or where where I could basically sell the thing. <laughs> right, right, right. I think I remember the other product from last year. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think I talked about that on the podcast as well back then, but mm -hmm, I, I had a really hard time monetizing that because, you know, it's a social network, it's B2C. Mm -hmm, That's mm -hmm. kind of hard to do. <laughs> yeah, you need a lot of volume. Yeah, exactly. Business is much more like, I mean, that's where I'm headed with Claritask mostly, like more enterprise. It's harder yeah, to yeah. sell, but, uh, you know, you could get big, bigger sales in that, in that yeah, sense. Yeah, for sure. But hey, uh, what is your background? Like, you're a developer, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, I <laughs> can you share a little bit like because you're I, the reason I ask I, I'm going to give it a little bit of context because the design of playgroup playgroup is really nice. So I'm, I'm, I want to yeah. know like what is your sort of are you a developer who designs well or like a designer? Well, first of all, thank you for saying that. I've heard <laughs> that <laughs> so many times in the past week and I'm so happy about it. It That's makes awesome. me smile every time I hear that. <laughs> Because, you know, I'm like, my background is basically, I have like a high school degree, a bad one. Okay. <laughs> and that's well, it. We all do. Like, I, dropped out of, <laughs> <laughs> I basically dropped out of college um, and nice. started working at a design agency as a developer. So they, um, they basically do like the whole thing. They offer 3D like renderings and mm -hmm. um, also websites and web apps and pretty complicated stuff at times but also like classic print products. Um, and so I got I got to learn a lot there. I, I basically joined them while I was still studying, then got a little overwhelmed because it was too much to study on the side. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and I was seeing back then that I was making some good money. So I decided like, well, you know, <laughs> studying further won't like <laughs> right. do anything good for me. <laughs> so I just dropped out. Mm -hmm. um, 
And you were studying the, uh, program, uh, computer science. I don't. I'm not sure if you mentioned. Yeah, I was. I was studying uh, my. So my main subject was was basically bachelor, right? So right. my my main subject was uh, British and American studies. All and, right. Uh, <laughs> my, my my second subject was uh, uh, computer engineering. Yeah, like uh, computer oh, wow, science. Wow, what a combination. Yeah, it's, it's kind of weird. I was not very <laughs> sh sure what I should do with my life at that point. So I was just, uh, <laughs> just flying I along not, studying I'm English. still not sure. So <laughs> back then sounds good. It's not like I've got it figured out right now, but uh, <laughs> I've got a little more direction than I had back then, I guess. Right, so, right. Um, yeah, so from there, then I kind of moved, uh, moved cities because of my girlfriend at that time. And um, I landed at a, at a proper... Uh, digital agency, almost became a partner there. Um, then my relationship got uh, basically broke up. I moved back and I actually went back to the same employer. Okay. So the first that, that hired me. So that's where I'm still working um, as a design agency, but as a full stack developer. So I'm basically doing everything. Like I, you know, I take care of the server configuration. I do the front end, the back end and everything in between. I build API endpoints. Okay. And I've learned a great deal. Um, of how to design basically and that's that's kind of how those designs uh come to happen <laughs> that is awesome so did it did you have jobs where they just didn't want to pay a designer or maybe you didn't have a designer they say hey you know ben last one you did was pretty good can you just put it together like was it one of those uh, things or you so, had influence so from other designers yeah at my day job usually the designer does most of the stuff but then mm -hmm. when it comes to smaller things like they they just give me directions and oh, then cool. i can you know like i have the freedom to do some smaller things myself but i wouldn't call myself a designer so i'm almost shying away from that because i know how much they know about design and mm -hmm. how little i know in comparison <laughs> so uh yeah i'm kind of shying away from calling myself that i'm i'm pretty happy that i can you know just lean over to a colleague and ask them about their opinion and i know that they will like they know what they're talking about and mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. that's pretty cool so i'm i'm learning a ton about design or i have learned a ton about design over the last five years or seven years um and i think that that kind of plays a big role when i now set out to design stuff for playgroup or my private projects right yeah that's cool, man. But yeah, officially, like, I don't have a degree or anything. Right, right. <laughs> I'm just... Uh, just Not that it will make you better, you know, <laughs> but it's good to, to hear that sort of influence, you know, because uh, when I started coding a couple of years ago, like backend stuff, before that, I was managing teams, uh, like project managing, and I would oh, overhear yeah. things or I would <laughs> talk to them about it. Uh, and then when I started coding, some of the concepts were there. Like I didn't know the syntax or like some of the oh, yeah, bigger yeah. concepts, but the, the, you know, the basics of it were like in my brain. So I think it's, it's really cool early on in your career to sort of surround yourself with like good team at a company and just get those things, you know, learn about yeah, those things yeah. because no college will teach you that. Like, you know, you can never yeah. learn that. Uh, so for me, like the way I learned programming was basically not through college or anything. It's basically just learning it by myself. Mm -hmm. And it's the same for, for, it's still the same. Like if I set out to learn React or whatever, it's still me doing it in my free time and doing it on my own. Um, right. And it's kind of the same for design. I just had like a passion for it. And I was, uh, was watching what my colleagues were doing, like the designers in my day job. I just copied what they did and tried to like ask some <laughs> smart or stupid questions and learn from them. And that worked out pretty well, I guess. That is nice, man. Yeah, I mean, Playgroup, you know, looks really nice. I mean, it's, it looks like a designer did it. 
So that's really good good to know, you know, that you can do the back, like that's your prime, you know, like your, your sort of main thing, and then you can design yeah, as yeah. well, you know. But uh, what's yeah, sort of, um, so this is like a question that I wanted to ask, like you, you can choose not to answer it. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> what is sort of the end goal with Playgroup? Like what is, uh, oh, yeah. if you can answer that, like I, I can answer with ClearTask, I'm, I'm pretty clear how the end goal will look like, not that it will happen like that. <laughs> But like, I'm curious, like, do you, is it something that, uh, you know, it gets to a certain MRR and you want to sell it? Is it, it gets to a certain MRR and you just want to keep it uh, or like yeah, yeah. Build, build a team? Like, how, how do you like see that like playing out down the line? Oh, I, I like that question a lot. <laughs> nice. Okay. I wasn't sure if you wanted um, to answer that. It's kind of like big and no, long. Oh, sure. No, let's, let's go into it. Awesome. That. Yeah. Um, so I... Um, so my, my, my enough point or my goal right now would be to replace my day job with it. Okay. Um, it's a long-term goal. <laughs> right. <laughs> so my, my goal for the week is send out 22 demo accounts. Um, <laughs> right, right. But in the long run, I kind of want to replace my, uh, my salary with that and work on it full time. Mm -hmm. And beyond that, I'm very, very open to how things go. Like I'm not hesitant to, um, like I'm, I'm open to building a team around it if I have to. I'm open to um, sell it if it ever gets mm -hmm. to a certain point. So I'm not saying no to whatever. Um, right. It's more like I'm, I'm at a point where I, it's hard to believe at this point that it will ever generate 5K MRR. So mm -hmm. I'm not really thinking about how I... You know how I will react or what I what my plan will be once I get there, because I still have to see that I get there in the first place. Mm -hmm. So I'm pretty open minded about the um, about the future of it, but I'm not not saying no to you know taking outside money, um, employing other people, um, or even like selling it at some point. Um, mm -hmm. it, it's I think those are all good options, and depending on what you want to do. Um, it's it's a good idea to choose either of them for me it would be kind of cool or what i would like to do is work on it some years some more years um and replace my salary with it grow it to a certain point and then just see if i can keep that up uh i can i can keep that up until i retire i guess right <laughs> i'm good with that um but i'm also good with like if somebody comes around and says like i'll give you five million for it um I'd have to think about that twice because, right. you know, with 5 million, that's a lot of money and you it can is, invest yeah. that in, in different areas and you can always go and try building another product. So, yeah, I'm, uh, mm -hmm, <laughs> mm -hmm. maybe not the most satisfying answer, but... Uh, <laughs> no, that's, I mean, that rings a lot of bells. I, I was listening to uh, Rob Walling, uh, one of his recent episodes, and he was talking about Drip. And one thing he said uh, along these lines, I'm paraphrasing, it's not exactly what he said. But yeah, yeah. He said, I wanted to make money so I can make more stuff, so I can have the freedom yeah. to make more stuff. Like, it wasn't the end goal, you know, with Drip that he sold. Yeah, I'm yeah. not sure if the, the sum is public, but... I'm sure he was in the millions. I, I think that's most of us. I mean, most of the, the, the little community we have, most of the bootstrap founders, I think that's the idea. Like, yeah, money is good. Like, it will allow me to do a lot of things. Maybe buy a newer car or maybe build an attic that I always wanted to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the end goal is, like, just to keep doing stuff, you know, and have that freedom that you don't have to go to your day job every day and worry yeah, about that. Or even... Know? Or even if it just pays my rent right now, that would be such a relief. Oh, that would, yeah, like I could <laughs> right. Just put so much money aside. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's the thing with Claritask. You know, it's like 
I, I buy a lot of things with it, like just from that account. <laughs> and it feels good that, you know, I've built something that it's sort of going on its own. I, yeah, I, yeah. I want it to grow much bigger, but, you know, it, it would be awesome to make that 5 or 10K. You know, so how much it. customers do you have right now? <laughs> uh, right now I have six customers, six uh, companies. And yeah. uh, the number count is around 120, 30 that are active on weekly basis yeah, yeah. and daily i have close to 100 that are active so oh, sweet yeah no it's good it's good and uh, i've sort of switched gears a bit on it i'm not going crazy like i was a couple of months ago just sort of desperately trying to you know grow my numbers up um, yeah, yeah it reminds me of that one gift from it's always sunny in philadelphia uh, i don't know the <laughs> character's name but he has like this big board of connecting dots and he's just like going nuts trying to like you know that's how i felt like a couple of months ago just trying to like okay i'll, I'll write this blog and then i'll be more active on twitter and on linkedin <laughs> and then i would get down to doing it it's like oh my god this is exhausting yeah i can't do this every day <laughs> so now I'm, I'm sort of mixing it up with uh, uh some uh, consultancy and it's giving me a lot of margin to sort of make the decisions that i want to make and if a client comes over and asks for something that I'm not really uh, keen about moving Claritask in that direction. Like I can easily yeah. say no without like any any sort of regret. And before it would be like, oh shit, man, I said no. Maybe they would have paid. <laughs> and now it's like, no, I don't want to take it that way. Uh, I don't know. Just maybe we can talk later and then see if, you know, maybe we include yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. But it's a no for now. Much nicer oh, this is, than that. Yeah, but. this is such a... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I mean, this is such a hard thing. And yeah. I'm, I'm kind of getting the same right now with people emailing me and asking, like they, they have a discourse forum and I'm offering this uh, this importer thing, mm -hmm. which basically you just feed a, a discourse back up and we'll just do the whole thing and everybody will be able to sign up. Everybody will have their content mapped to their account again and everything mm -hmm. is just kind of working neatly. Um, but people still keep asking if there is like... Uh, a concierge service uh, for mm -hmm. moving forums over and i'm like well actually there is not but you know yeah. if you want to become a paying customer <laughs> exactly yeah sure <laughs> so it's it's kind of like people asking for things and you have to weigh if it's like a good idea to do it or to offer yeah. that or not but it's also very hard to draw the line there i think yeah i think you know like uh, a lot of these things we're talking today as we talked with kevin sort of along the same lines earlier today and uh, with me, like with Claritask, I'm focusing on, on clients that are, you know, less demanding and that like yeah. the product because those are the best clients. Uh, they will, uh, uh, clients that have a lot of demands, at some point they will churn. Like their standard is so incredibly high. Yeah, yeah. They'll never be happy from Microsoft or Apple. They'll be switching around, you know. Like I've had clients in my previous uh, company like they would, they would sign up, they would pay, they would make a lot of demands. I would make those things. They will stay for three months. They would churn, and they would come yeah. back four, four months later, pay again, oh, yeah, yeah. make more demands. It would be like, oh my <laughs> god, like you know, can you just stop and like not come back? Like yeah, you know, exactly. It's, just, it's not and working out, you know, for you. Like it's it's really not good. So yeah, and I think doing the doing the consulting or whatever on the side and getting that margin that allows you to easier say like i don't want to go into that direction to exactly those customers right mm -hmm. and that's that's a really good spot to be in
Yeah, uh, there's a restaurant here uh, in Pristina downtown. It's an awesome restaurant. Has no uh, has no menu. Um, it has about uh, one, two, three, four, like about five tables. It's all <laughs> handmade inside. Like yeah. the, the tables are handmade. Nice. The walls have like the stone that was like hand put, and like everything is so beautiful. It has no logo outside. It has a big wooden door. <laughs> you basically have to call the guy. And, you know, it's just tell him, like, we're coming on Friday. Do you have any spot? And he'll say yes or no. He's a very nice guy. He's the chef. He has, like, two or three helpers. He's the chef. He cooks himself. He serves. He doesn't serve anymore. He has, like, a, I think his brother, his younger yeah. brother. But he stays put on his own vision. Like, he serves the meat he wants to serve. Uh, he wants to serve it at a certain time. So, like, you can only go at night. And I really respect that, you know, like he has clients waiting at the door. It's really, it's not expensive, but it's more than other places. And I'm sure he's making good money. He's staying on his vision. He's not bothering with people who won't like his food anyway at the end of the day. So as a model, I think for bootstrappers that we're not maybe looking for VC money right away, it's like easier when you have those margins and then can say, you know what, like, those ideas are great, but Claritask or Playgroup is not going to go that way. Like it's not, yeah. it's not going to ring your bell, your doorbell. Like when somebody sends you a message, it's never going to do that. Like I know you like that, but it's not going to do that ever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, and that's so. actually it's it's something that I keep forgetting these days. Like yeah. this is why basically why I'm why I'm so bummed out if twelve out of twelve people basically don't want to move further. Um, but it is, it's basically just me forgetting that I'm in such a good spot right now and I'm getting those three people through the door every every week. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and, and like I don't have the like I don't have the real need or urgency to, you know, convert them like this month. If, if it doesn't happen this month, mm -hmm. I'm still at a good spot. Right. And I, I, I kind of keep forgetting that I need to need to do a better job at looking at the good things or the, <laughs> yeah. the things that work i mean in a way it's it's much nicer initially to have like a just the right amount of people signing up because you can always up the signups like you could do a lot of things that could do that but then yeah you're going to be bummed uh with like a bunch of different users asking different things they're going to drive you nuts and maybe features you don't have <laughs> yet so i think the volume is just just the right amount you know like especially considering the pull the pull is yeah. there, like the feeling of, of being pulled by it. So that's really cool, man. That's really nice to to hear that that's sort of like, you know, working out. And, and the end goal sounds good. Like, I like that. You know, like, <laughs> I, I know some people that are very famous and they they say, oh, we'll never do that. Like, we'll never sign, uh, agree to that, oh, yeah. those terms. And then they backtrack on it. Like, just probably say nothing, you know, <laughs> just like... Keep, yeah, you know, yeah. keep your head down. Like, uh, so that's really good. Like, I really respect that, you know, that you're sort of open to, to whatever comes in a way that, you know, matches with your vision of it. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, so far this, this has been working out pretty good because, you know, I didn't like, <laughs> I'm building a product that was not my initial vision and I kind of followed the pull and that seems to be a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's always great. You know, like feeling that pull. I haven't felt with felt it with Claritask just yet. Uh, it would be awesome to feel it, but like I've felt it with other things, and uh, it's just awesome. Like you feel like in such a better position. Like my yeah, service I, business when I was doing like more client work, like people would line up and just like, oh, you have to wait until we're done. You know, we were like a super <laughs> small team. You know, uh, six yeah, yeah. people tops. So it's definitely great. Like, oh, money's coming in. We can buy that big screen TV. We can do that. You know, <laughs> like you can do a lot of things. 
Yeah, man, this is awesome. Yeah, so um, yeah, the end goal sounds great. I love it that you're open to that. Um, I wanted to touch upon a tweet, but I think we talked about that. Um, oh yeah, one thing I wanted to talk to you about, like, uh, how do you see branding? Like, what is branding to you? Uh, we talked oh. with Kevin this <laughs> today. I mentioned Kevin a lot. <laughs> we we just spoke like two hours ago. I don't know when he'll publish his his uh, his episode, but. Uh, we were sort of thinking about it differently in some ways we're similar to it like i want to know like what do you think like what is branding to you oh man that is <laughs> i know it's a big one yeah but i think branding to me is first of all how you like how your product and your company appear to the outside world so for me it starts like it is the logo is part of it like mm -hmm. your your whole design is part of it your voice for sure like the way that you write your copy and how you talk to you your customers is part of that mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um whatever you put out on social is part of that and you know brand is, is so complex um and i have a good i have a good example of that i don't know if you've heard of this uh <laughs> now i think uh, not more any any longer existing company called elliot um they elliot? were in the yeah it's called okay. elliot dot store was their website for a brief time in oh they're brief not, they don't time. exist anymore yeah oh they just uh, i think they just closed down like this week but what one thing they had figured out like say about their code and their breaking down or whatever what you want but one thing mm -hmm. they had figured out really well was the branding like they they had this viral video they had the landing page and everything so oh well executed and um so well spread and distributed Mm -hmm. It was almost almost scary. So their their branding was very much on point. It was a little bit too, like in their in their voice and tone, that was way over the top for me. Like I wouldn't wouldn't go and do that. Like they were talking sure. down on uh, competitors and everything, and I wouldn't do that. Like that's mm. <laughs> I don't know. That's just not my style. But um, their visuals and everything, how they put that out, that was very good. Um, which doesn't mean anything because obviously they had to shut down due to other reasons so it's only part of the equation um but that was a good example that i saw in, in very recent times of good branding where i was like okay they they managed to stand out in a market where like shopify and everything mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like those kind of older um brands existed and they kind of made a dent in that space um so that's that's kind of a good thing and yeah. I think it's the same for like forum software because it's uh, it has this like most forums are very old or they appear very old from the outside, even if their like code, the discourse code isn't that bad or anything, quite the opposite. Um, but the, the appearance is just so old um, that it's actually for me a good thing to double down on the modern UI and UX and try to make that a, a point of the product and the whole brand. Mm -hmm. okay and do you think and also like huh what is yeah, that also like the so, sorry oh, that's okay, <laughs> uh, also the also the um the kind of playful nature that i wanted to bring to playgroup like not make it so serious mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like it shouldn't look like stripe basically like they are like you know those the, this enterprise business and it it just shows in everything they do and they they're doing very well <laughs> and i know stripe is one of those examples where everybody's like yeah just make it more like like stripe mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um but I think that might not be like, you don't have to do that. Like if you want to create a playful brand that just has a goofy octopus as the mascot, go, go ahead and do right. that. You can still sell to companies with 
um, you know, with a fun brand or something that is not as serious as Stripe or I don't mm -hmm, know, Shopify, mm -hmm. maybe. One, one thing I'm, I'm thinking about recently, like, you know, uh, Basecamp launched Hey, and just curious, like, if, you know, just putting this out there, like, if, if somebody else did that, like, if somebody else uh, made an email app that groups your remind, reminders later, like, would they have such a big sort of uh, uh, buzz around it? Or, if it? or it was because Basecamp did it? Like, you know, oh, do you think yeah. it had to do with that more than, you know, just the app being like this, the newest, the latest, the best thing ever? Oh, I think that's not so much about branding, to be honest. I, th I think that's more about like they put in so much time um, to build this huge following, basically. Mm -hmm. And they were always, I think, at least as long as I know, always... Um, very strong and very opinionated on their values. Mm -hmm. So I think what's really selling Hey right now is basically their commitment to the to the right thing and their commitment to you know protecting privacy and all their values. So their values is uh, are directly tied or directly knit into the product. I feel, mm -hmm. and that's also why people why people like them so much. So this is obviously yeah, it is kind of part of their brand. Like it's not so much about the Hey logo or anything at that point. Right. But the values definitely play a big role in your brand as well. Like if you're if you're known or notorious for tracking and selling people's data, like that would not be <laughs> a good idea to, you know, like mm -hmm. that would not be a good company that I want to give my email address and every every email that I ever received to. Um, so they did they did a really good job in basically building this up over, I don't know how, how long they exist, like 18 years or something. Um, and they they they're doing that already in Basecamp, and they just put that into Hey as well, and that's a really good thing. And I think that's also how they um, how they got such a big hype around it. It's mm -hmm. the people that have been following them for such a long time; they know what to expect. And uh, yeah, that's just how they how they managed to get that that bust there. At the same time, I have to say that I don't like. I'm not a huge fan of the UI. Like for me, it could be <laughs> it could mm -hmm. be different. Um, I'm not a not a hey user myself, but I do like the underlying notion. I like how they want to fight for more privacy. Um, so yeah, it's it's definitely part of the branding, but it's not just that, or it's kind of different because they've been working on it for such a long time that they just uh, have an easier time uh, to come back to what you what you asked initially. Mm -hmm. Like they have an easier time selling it than somebody who just like built their first app and is not very known anywhere. And just yeah. wants to capitalize or double down on privacy. Like that's that's a whole different level, I think. Yeah, I mean, like you said, like those those guys, uh, Jason, DHH. Um, one thing about them is that uh, they've they've never shied away from saying what they want to say, and I think that's very yeah. important. Like they didn't they didn't. I don't think they they looked at what is trending now, and then let's just you know catch on that. They just yeah, saw yeah. these issues. They talked about that the privacy. And then people that felt the same followed them. And I think a lot of respect for them comes from them uh, just staying true to what they believe, you know. And that thing, luckily, resonating with uh, a lot of other people because you could you could be the only one standing true to your sort of beliefs and then nobody else has the same sort yeah, of, you yeah. know, um, thinking. But I think, I, I think it goes with luck. Even Jason, I think a while back, maybe last year or something, he had sent out a tweet saying... You know, like, yeah, we did this and this and this and this, but we have to acknowledge that uh, luck played a lot of, you know, 
uh, a big role yeah. in sort of our, our success. And I think yeah, that's for sure. I yeah, mean, but that's very important. That's always to, a part of it, I guess. Yeah, like we, it's preparation and then just the right timing and yeah. being prepared at that time, right? So Absolutely. for me, it's kind of the same. Like Justin reached out just at the right time where I had this mm -hmm. beta that was kind of ready. And yeah, that was just luck that he reached out and maybe not just luck because I, you mm -hmm. know, I knew him for a while and we were, you know, he was on the podcast before and we had this this connection and mm -hmm, then mm -hmm. that kind of paid off over time. But it, you could still say that was kind of lucky uh, that it went down that way. <laughs> yeah, I guess you planted the seeds, uh, not with any purpose, yeah, yeah. but you just sort of were active in those in those circles, in those areas that you were interested in. Yeah, right. And I think it works out like that at the end of the day. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And ba basically, Basecamp has been planting seeds 18 years. <laughs> so. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Yeah, still to this day. No, they're definitely like, a, you know, like a lot of people look up to them. I've followed them from the beginning, like when they launched Basecamp uh, back in the day. I was a user, but then I, I, I just, I guess I wasn't following them at, at some point. So, yeah, it's it's really cool. But, yeah, I, I, I sort of, you know, like think about that a lot. Like, you know, it's it's what you're making, but also what people want to buy from you, you know, because if I were yeah. to uh, make saxophones tomorrow and I have zero connections in the saxophone industry, but I have like a million dollars in investment and I can make a really decent saxophone, chances are it's going to take me like a really long time for saxophone loving people to believe me, you know, they're going to be like, who is this guy? Like he, Yeah, that's he has, about yeah. You know? proving a certain point like your values need to be just right like they mm -hmm. like they are basically a value-driven brand and then if you're just new to the market you need the distribution and you need good reviews and you need to you yeah. know live up to that basically and i think that's what they do they uh like they don't disappoint in any of those things that they promise i feel yeah no no definitely definitely agree on that cool man cool well i don't have any questions i know we can start talking about other things too <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's it's an hour and I know people get like bored after, oh, yeah. after like <laughs> 53 minutes now so yeah but yeah man thanks thanks for coming to the show uh, do you want to uh, say the actual name of the product where people can sign up and any other thing that you want to follow through like whatever plug you want to make in the show oh yeah for sure so first of all thanks for having me <laughs> my pleasure um, that's pretty cool uh, so I'm at Digital Trouble on Twitter and you can check out Playgroup at playgroup.community. And that's about it. <laughs> awesome, man. And we forgot one thing in the beginning. We forgot to clap. So we have to clap so I can match the audios. Oh, yeah. So you do, do you want to do the counting? Yeah. All Three, right. two, one, clap. Did you? <laughs> I think we did it. <laughs> nice. Awesome. All right. All right, man. Talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. All right, bye.